Welcome, welcome, welcome. First timers, repeat offenders, all and sundry. Welcome back to this podcast. On this fine Sunday afternoon in the calm streets of Langata, decided to take time to just go back and review the beautiful sporting events that have happened this past few days. This is G, I'm Harvey, and let's begin. This week we were blessed to be to, with a return to club football. EPL, La Liga, Serie A, the French one, Bundesliga, they all came back. And oh my, oh my, what a feast of football. Don't get to Jukwanza. We got nothing like an undeserved draw. Vieros unfair. Nothing like Vieros. Right, side. You put a shit keeper in the post, there's only going to be one result. You're going to drop points. Against that team, you should have, with a better keeper and a better defense, you should have taken the scalp of Everton. But that's what I'm Invincibles, number one, Don Carlo is riding that confidence chain. And you know the next international break is November. I'm show you what I'm going to say. I'm going to argue the 14th. Number 14th. 14th, club. 14th. What do you say? I'm going to say that you're still a win. I'm going to say But let's review the match. The match started with a masterpiece in ball movement from Liverpool. After fielding a strange midfield of Henderson and Fabinho and Alcantara, your midfield look in a canicata gum up the works, but in three minutes, Talk about that goal. Uh, what more can I say? Sadio Man is back, the best player in the league. Back on his debut, a goal. Uh, of course, last month I cried money, but yes, I have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> have to agree. Ah, that was the Everyone... one touch short. And... I'm not decrying money, I'm saying facts. Sadio Mane is the best player in the Premier League. If you don't think so, you're, you're seeing nah, it. It's not as clear as you're putting it's it. Clear, it's but clear. But yes, yes, yes. He's, that play, the movement, when you're listening to ball, and then that one-time shot, he's a killer in the box. He's a killer in the box. But props has to go to Salah the way he played yesterday. His hold-up play, his attacking, his play when he's facing opposite side. He's a defender. His way of controlling long balls and then his goal. No, no, for me it wasn't Salah. Fabinho, Fabinho did a fantastic job at City. Fabinho did a fantastic job. Breaking down goal. Everton plays, winning us the ball back. Man of the match for me. Fair point, fair point. But of course, Adrian. Straight up corner, Moise King right in front of him. That ball could not have come more centrally to him. But of course, Akafanya Nini. Correction, Moise Keane is in PSG. This ah. is Keane, the centre-back. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Adrian, yes, Adrian is shit, but Alisson is recovering quicker than expected, so no biggie. But it seems like when it rains, it pours for Liverpool because even as Alisson is recovering, the rational goalkeeping style of Pickford, your decision, your moment, all your nazi. Uh, for me, it was a red card for Pickford. VR yesterday was just against us. Uh, no, VR, there's something There's something about that. I don't think the issue was VR. No? The issue was with the rule. Because how could those two decisions... The Van Dijk one was offside because of his hand. And the money one, he was also offside because of his hand. 
how can someone be offside with the one body part that they can't use to score? No, the thing is, for the man who even his hand wasn't offside. Everyone knew it wasn't offside. Nah, his hand was slightly, no. his shoulder was slightly no. just. No. You can't say no. everyone knew and the no. goal was disallowed. Clearly not everyone knew. In, 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 someone in, must have said you, it was offside. You, in Klopp's press conference, he said, I've done so many interviews today and everyone is telling me it's not, it wasn't an offside, which makes me more mad. No, you see the thing, you can't say everyone said it wasn't offside and yet a VAR referee gave it as Apart offside. from the referee who, who else thought it was an offside. That's the only person whose opinion matter. That's the thing about football. And he was so wrong. Ref- no, 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 no. He was wrong. It was upheld. His hand of no, Ali was wrong. No, he was wrong. But that is not what the point is. The point is the way the VAR and the offside rule is being applied. You offside Yamkono Ayeleweki. Then you just find the smallest margins to mini offside. But even regardless of the VR decisions, uh Everton still showed their goal and what they have by putting up a valiant effort, especially when it comes to Calvert Levin's goal. Your ball when panda, the build up, his eventual header. Yes, Robertson Ali Blanda, but Thank God for Adrian. Now let's find the easy, the best ways of creating the goals for the opponents. Calvert uh, Lewin's goal. I think. Uh, I think uh, if if he was being if he was being marked by uh, CB, not Robertson. If he was being marked by someone like Matip, he wouldn't have scored. But now you see those are the problems you're going to be facing now for the foreseeable future because Van Dijk and Doyle may end up. Van Dijk getting injured isn't isn't scaring me. If Allison gets injured for a long period, that will scare me. Van Dijk's position, we have guys who can play well at CB. Goalkeeper, we have... Van Dijk. No, of course, no. He's the best in the world. Not as good as yeah, him, but we don't he's have... He's not playing anymore, so... The best in the world currently. So... We have guys who can come and cover for him, but if Alison Baker gets injured, our season is fucked. Yeah, season is already fucked, but I like the way you still have hope for it. Um, but it's okay. 14th, number 14. After playing three games and no, winning our last no, one, wait, you're as good wait. as your last match. You know, the thing is, these Manu fans are forgetting. <laughs> they have lost to Crystal Palace. They've lost to Spurs. The only teams they've beaten... Is Brighton and Newcastle. Brighton and Newcastle. Let me repeat that. Aye, Brighton and Newcastle. And wait. The, nah. And uh, even uh, the Brighton game, Manu were lucky. Everyone knows that. You know, the thing is, you can argue about luck and unlucky and bad decisions, but points when you Najana Mulipewa too, Moja, because you fumbled an easy game. But it's okay. You're it's not okay. the only fumblers. Yeah. You are joined in that category by your brothers in blue, Chelsea. They had a 2-0 lead against Southampton. Uh, Hassan Hutel's man came with a strong, strong comeback. Talk about Werner's play. Werner played well yesterday. Finally got his goal in the Premier League. What a goal. The second goal was a very good goal, but Kepa did Kepa things. <laughs> Kepa na Adrian Samuels up group bro. But to Werner, he's clearly beaten that stereotype for taking long to settle into the APL. It's what? His third fourth match fourth start. And he started he started all the games. Yeah. But the way he played and that number nine, that's a true number nine. 
that's a true number nine. You can't compare him to Firmino with his no look passes. Now possession without penetration. Firmino is a false uh, nine. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, now we're There's seeing a, a true friends. one. Exactly. Now we're seeing a true one. Talk about his second goal. The pass from Jorginho. Pick po- hey, that perfectly picked from a good deep line playmaker. Control Kanzu. jumps. What do you see as a future for that Chelsea attack? The attack would be one of the best in Europe. At least Sasso Menzakona Mwangaza. They are not just names that were bought. They finished the match with their ideal attack. Ziek entering for Mason Mount. Yo, front for uh, Werner, Pulisic, Ziek and Havertz. Do you, don't you see Venyeneza move ball? Yeah, that's a good attack. But the, and that midfield? The midfield also, yeah. yeah despite them uh, loaning out uh, Ruben, they have a good midfield. No, but they didn't even need Ruben Loftus check that much. They Hayeye and Ross Barkley, they were going to be surplus to the requirements there. Oh, really back you are talking. But still, even if they have a good attack, clearly something is still not gelling from them because they were 2 nil up, comfortable with the match, and then Danny Ings did Danny Ings things. Uh, Danny Ings on, on form, scoring for fun in a very average team. I think he'll be amongst the top scorers again. Very good player. How did you give goal? How did you find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left keeper Zabala for dead. Lalapo Casa Lamanda, Vagrin took a camouflage nyanyasi. Useless, useless keeper. And then, <laughs> was it the second one or the third one? But Lakutako, instead of using his hands as the a goalkeeper, goal. it was the second one. Ile yeah. and then he's running up to slide the ball out. Yeah. Uh, the ball. The ball was, uh, was it a Chelsea? Um, uh, it was Havertz. It was Havertz and Kwana dribble, and then he miskicked he lost, it. He lost yeah. the ball. And then Kepa did Kepa things. Of course. Blunder, ball. Ah, as usual. Sincerely speaking, I think Kepa is just like a bet. Goal, goal. I'm going to make sure I'm in Guyana. I'm going fantasy. Now to a fantasy and yeah, tit bit well. That's a ball and a half. One of the best left backs in the league, if not. Buy Sadio your money. Yeah. <laughs> of course you just go back to league riding your nigga. But yeah, uh how do you think that performance sets up Chelsea who are going to face Okay, I don't know who they're facing next, but the, the next game is the Champions League. Yeah, they're the only team in London which hosts, which has Champions League football this season. Yeah, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, they have depth, they have good players, they'll be fine this season. Starting to see the light slowly but surely. No, they won't win the league, but they'll be fine. It's... It's, it's taking you time, but you're slowly starting no, to appreciate Liverpool is winning the league. Uh, I, uh. But the more things change, the more they stay the same. If the first two matches were unusual, the third one was quite predictable. Arsenal were Chapwa, Chapwa and Man City. But it wasn't as bad as beating as we thought it would be. Uh, Seoul, Sterling goal. City didn't really play the attacking football we thought it would be. But... Kun came back, Aguero didn't have the shots we thought he'd have and all that. 
do you think man city really missed de bruyne yesterday no uh, not not really uh, i think arsenal set up themselves well defensively but they weren't going to win the game that was obviously, obvious yeah. there's no way they're going to 80 yard in arsenal haven't won away against a big six club i don't know for how long probably something insane like since 2016 but yeah. i think the last time we won against a big six wenger was still your manager <laughs> if i'm not wrong mm. but yesterday arsenal tried they only lost one ill expected four or five but also city attacking wise they didn't okay yeah i think they missed the brain in some yeah they missed the creativity of the brain especially in the second half when they were just moving the ball around the second the half was so flat it was yeah no chances no shots you know just ah, it was me but there we saw a display of good ultimate goalkeeping from both sides yeah leno and ederson on form those are true goalkeepers doing their job yeah cecilia madogo than you tuliona earlier in the day and for international listeners if you want to understand what madogo than you is look up us in all the past 10 years so moving on swiftly uh we had uh, the coup de grace the night and man united versus newcastle the coup de grace of the night the how do i put it there's no point of getting fancy we had man united versus newcastle we went in with a lot of pressure mulonga mwinga bot magwaya mukongenga sijude gear Kasama sijui nani anaenda kutufunga sijui wapi game ilishaje bro you nah, listen okay listen listen, listen listen yeah, fast yeah, yeah. what i tell you in fact it was wrong uh, my the last podcast i said st maximilian no, that's what i give you props nilisema st maximilian dr magwa was wrong st maximilian to team mzima yesterday i watched the manu game and all i can say is manu fans but your team is really poor newcastle did, didn't play to their best if newcastle played to their best in, your, in my opinion you guys could have lost you, you guys won your lucky the game was on form that night on form second no wait. second newcastle weren't taking their chances for some reason i don't know what was happening newcastle it's like they didn't want to score but my new fans Ongojeni mnaenda Paris you about to see some shockers Nemo was rested this weekend as well so be ready for uh, a demolition yeah. it's on, easy it's uh, easy for people who you know misery loves company so it's easy for people who are down on their luck who may drop points two games in a row you want to introduce it is for you to try and pull us into that misery of yours. a 14th a 14th a 14th team said the same were miserable and were second does that yeah, make sense listen listen what to your points you're saying psg has rested people we also rested people in that match pogba didn't start tele didn't start van de beek didn't start of course tele wasn't going to start van de beek never starts i don't understand Stop. where that no but once pogba and van de beek entered that's when the last three goals came but van de beek never starts no 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 yeah never yet but he's still bound to start eventually okay, we'll the see. creativity in the midfield came but i'll have to give props to mata Mata and Fernandez in that first half when you alkwana songesha ball the movement the setup play the link up play even for that this allowed goal his play yesterday was actually it was back to his level 2 years ago wasn't as horrible as it's been the past but he's slow he's really but slow. he's really really slow yeah, he's really, hey, he's slow. in the first break skurudin ukona na umse anakimbia slow motion bana songi ah no but his build up play bruno was really good but back to the vr debate 
after that uh, flimsy, flimsy penalty that you were given, because that and yeah, that wasn't a penalty. How, in that context, in the light of that context, how would you need that Liverpool decision? Do you think if, let's say, the league, you lose the league by two points, do you think it will be worth uh, complaining for those? We've already complained. No, no, no. Yes, you've already complained officially. But, and also, even on complaining officially, how far back can you expect VAR to now go and review and say, okay, pick for the red card and that Liverpool goal was a goal? To me right now, it doesn't matter because uh, Saturday just showed these red boys are still relentless because what two one up they scored 80th who still managed to score despite we are taking away our goal just shows we're still the same red team relentless so we go again that match has passed we look at the future sorry to interrupt but in the game that's going on right now tottenham are already scored Hurricane has scored two, Wingminson scored the first one in the first minute. Bro, I told you, second season Mourinho. I, They're playing a West Ham managed by Moyes. Beat Leicester. No, beat Leicester after losing the first... Leicester that beat Man City 5-2. That was... La- Why are you making West Ham look big? Right. West Ham are shit. They're being managed Why by Moyes. Why are you... Why are you reducing the impact of what Tottenham are doing? It's 18th minute and they're already 3-0 they th- uh, in uh, Yesterday's games... Uh, Chelsea were two nil up in how many minutes? This is the Premier League. Yes, okay, fair, fair. Let's wait and see how that ends. But in other fixtures that occurred today, Crystal Palace and Brighton drew one one. Sheffield and Fulham drew one one. And yeah, that's all we're going to say on those matches because yo, it's Crystal Palace and Brighton man. But moving on to other facets of football, Barcelona lost. Real Madrid lost. And the king of Milan just said he's not a king, he's a god. Zlatan is a beast. At 39, still doing Zlatan things. Banging braces. I think if, if, if Zlatan was at 30 right now, he would have managed to win the Ballon d'Or. At 39. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I see your point. If he was playing at that level, wait, what are you saying? What I'm trying to say is, Zlatan is aging like wine. Ah, okay. The only he gets, he just gets better and better. I still see him finishing with that coveted uh, UCL medal. It's the only thing missing from his repertoire, apart from an international trophy. But he has the most goals for Sweden. But yeah, as you said, the man, the man has Benjamin Buttons. Came back from the US. Who comes back from the US to a top European league? To lead one of the top teams in that league. He didn't go at it to his hometown club or anything. No, he went to the AC Milan and is the star man now at 39. As you said, that's just impressive. But another star man who sort of faltered, failed to reach his expectations. Messi wasn't able to pull off a win against Cadiz. Or if that's how you even Getafe. pronounce it. It was Getafe. Yeah. Real Madrid are the ones who lost to Cadiz. Yes. Yeah. Couldn't win against Getafe at home. Despite hitting the crossbar, Real Madrid also lost to Cadiz. But Atletico Madrid won. What do you think about that race for the La Liga there? Bet. I bet Zilichomeka Jana Real losing to a team which has just been promoted. For Barcelona, at least, uh, Getafe has been in La Liga for some time. But for Real, shocking. 
juu nileka bet real kichwa yote mingine ilikuwa 10 points 10 points surely how can real lose to a team you don't even know any player but nani yao kenda kufanya kazi yao atletico alifanya kazi yao el pistolero is just banging costa meumia how do you see that playing out especially with the race for pichichi na hizo vitu zote zingine watakuwa na kumbania pichichi uh, we all know now that Ronaldo isn't in the league it belongs to one man his name is Lionel Messi no matter what 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 the standings are right now for Pichichi when he starts scoring he can't stop so Pichichi is always Messi but the one person who's won them apart from Messi is Luis Suarez he's won them twice now he's in a team playing with the type of number 9 that he is team in a hold back here na patwa mabonzo yake mbele so you might be in for a rude surprise this season with the who you thinking the pitch belongs to let's Messi. see let's see let's see but with la liga fascinating news is we have an el clasico next weekend on the saturday the 24th and with both teams coming off of losses that is bound to be an entertaining one atletico madrid on the other hand are playing real betis so that really shouldn't the... it will it will real betis have a very organized side they play good football good players despite them uh, uh not qualifying for did they qualify no they didn't qualify for the champions league but they played well last season that will be a tough game for atletico uh, that will be interesting to watch next weekend but before we get there the midweek will be blessed with the true football competition the best of them all the champions league manuvanzo nozongea jo amerudi final after all those years una kumbuka zile miaka tano kwa mnafika europa don't chat as if it was long ago you know the good thing as when you go for such competitions we don't embarrass england we go and perform we perform we have won the most in england how many of those wins have you watched you know no it doesn't it doesn't matter at the end of the day we are six time european champions say whatever we've won it six times and every big team right now doesn't want to come to anfield that's a fact no team in the world right now wants to come to anfield and i think this season we're going to go until the final cause of our signings thiago alcantara and diogo hota i want to only please praise thiago alcantara because diogo hota is very young has a high ceiling he's working under the best manager in the world so i have high hopes for him it's good to have hopes but your final journey mkifika pali mtafika ni amsterdam arena on tuesday facing an ajax team that was depleted over the summer by their transfers of dance but they just won 5-1 today so them they're coming off a win scout wengine hapa hivi but yeah it should be an entertaining match to watch but in the peak of the matches of the match day we'll have paris saint germain versus Manchester United that's not a peak that's a big club versus a small one <laughs> yeah, yeah, already know the winner it's it's, it's that banter hey, it's funny it's funny to dream but we both know we'll have a repeat of what happened the last time oh, the mancunians went to oh, paris led by the one the only dr marcus rashford mbe shout out to that young man in other matches as we mentioned earlier the only place you can watch the champions league this year 
in London. Chelsea plays plays Sevilla, a Sevilla team that is coming off the back of a good performance this weekend, where they were beaten one 0 by Granada. How do you see Chelsea faring in that match? Uh, Chelsea are home, okay, but Sevilla yes. are well set up side defensively. That's what I'll tell you. Especially away, I don't know about especially away. If you go play Sevilla away. The atmosphere, just the way they play, they are a very good side. That's why they beat Manchester last season in Europa and won the Europa League. So I think that will be an entertaining match. And uh, despite the Champions League, we didn't talk about uh, Syria. Juventus drew without Ronaldo. Mm. Victor Simen scored finally. His first goal for Napoli. And uh, telling the world to end police brutality in uh, Nigeria and SARS, I support it fully. And do you think uh, Ronaldo will be ready for... Do you think Ronaldo, Juventus needs Ronaldo for their UEFA match? Of course, of course. Against Dynamo Kiev away. Okay, they don't really need him for that, but it's Ronaldo. Well, say, uh, only second after Messi. So having him in your squad is a plus. And okay, I see your point, I see your point. But yes, sticking in Italy... Atalanta, after being bashed by, as you mentioned, Napoli, Napoli they have to go and play Midland or Midland. <laughs> you don't remember Midland? The they club. beat Manchester United a few years ago. Nah, back. that's the club Rashford scored against to. Yeah, but debut. they beat you. They nah, beat, beat the them. first leg. The first leg. The first okay, leg. Yeah, they, they beat the you. Pierre Sisto, I can never forget that name. Plays for a La Liga side called. Uh, Celta Vigo right now. He scored you guys a Sudanese international. But there are also the announced and the arrival of Marcus Rashford, a young lad, 18-year-old, Alikuja Kashambulia. Then the next weekend is played Arsenal, of course, Pia Kafunga. Then the rest is history. It's now an MBE. And finalizing on UEFA, we also have Lazio against Dortmund. Dortmund, we finally get to see that blistering attack of them uh, I mean, of theirs in the UEFA. They won against Offenheim this weekend. Playing, the football is moving fast. Haaland is banging. Do you think Lazio will be a competition for them? That's an exciting Lazio? match. Lazio were close to winning the Serie last season. Have good players. Shiro, Immobile, the top European uh, scorer last season. So that's that's going to be an exciting match. That's going to be an interesting watch. But what what Wakubet... Gemia Kweka over 2.5, Barcelona on a Chesa Gori. That's the lowest ranked side right now in uh, UEFA Champions League. They have actually their best player, mm. uh, forgetting his name, but he's a guy who was born in Kenya in a refugee camp. Ola. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, Nguyen. Yeah. Nguyen. Okay. Nguyen was born in a. In a refugee camp in Kenya, East Africa to the world, East Africa to the world, they are the lowest ranked side. But I know, of course, playing against Messi, they'll be bashed. <laughs> no, the ifs or buts about it. And oh, finally, ah, Atletico versus Bayern. What happens when a wall meets when an immovable wall meets an unstoppable force? What yes, game, what, what a game, and uh. Atletico having uh, Suarez up front could be a plus for them because that's, uh, as his nickname, El Pistolero, that's a natural-born finisher. 
So Atletico can defend all they want, hit Bayern on the counter, but we all know Bayern's attack can break any side, so it will be an interesting match. The player have said it better myself. And finally, Man City will be welcoming FC Porto. This crop of Portuguese players, you never know what to expect when you're facing Portuguese uh, opposition, especially if you don't know the names in their lineups. But I don't see Man City facing any problems on Wednesday. The, the team is solid. Porto should not be in that much of a problem. What about you? What do you think? True, true. As usual, City have been given another easy group. They'll qualify top. I don't think they'll have any problems. That's uh, fair, fair, fair. And as we sum up the football aspect of this all, we can't live without finishing talking about the one man show Lewandowski. He banged again, two. I think he has assisted Muller for another one. The guy is on fire and he just can't stop scoring. Uh, Lewandowski right now is just picking up where he left, he left off last season. The man is on form. Him and Muller, to me, are the most important players to burn right now. They're doing well. So, yeah. Shout out to him. Shout out to the rest of the players for giving us an entertaining weekend. Keep it going until the next international break on the 16th of November. But moving on swiftly and switching gears, the Bledisloe Cup happened. The last of two legs happened this Sunday. Uh, Australia versus New Zealand fans and all. You know them, they have organized government, so COVID is not that much of an issue for them. The first one ended in a draw, but the second one, so the second one's billing was a bit exaggerated. Played at the Eden Park with all the hype and amp. Take us through it. How, what did you think about that? Uh, I think uh, today, guys, just we witnessed a star was born by the name of Caleb Clark. The guy is reminding me of John Alumu. Raw power at the wing, unstoppable. The guy was going through the Australian players as if they're rookies. Caleb Clark, to me, is a star who was born today. And... Uh, also, New Zealand fielding in uh, Umaga, uh, oh, debut, wow. debut. Uh, it's a good thing because uh, New Zealand are churning out new talent. So, yeah. They played well. I can't say it better myself. Caleb Clark running the ball like a warrior, not afraid of any stackle or any stool. Richie Moanga moving the ball perfectly there as a turn. But the controversy, man. I don't know. I don't get it because Ngani Laumape to me is one of the best midfielders in rugby. If you play Ngani Laumape and Caleb Clark, I feel like that backline has so much power to it. The movement, the pace, the running game, the power, the power, breaking the line and just bashing people. Just raw power. But on the other side of the team, we also had Australia playing really well. A crop of new players, but we also had veterans like Michael Hooper and that's number 11 of theirs. Koroibete. Koroibete is a monster. monster. Man amongst this, boys. The stool he gave Richie Mwanga oh, was not oh, really good. That was filthy. Koroibete is filthy. That was he filthy. Is filthy. That's, that's a machine. I'd like to see Koroibete go up against Ngani Laumape. 
that uh, that would be a sight to watch. Yeah, exactly. And sticking to rugby, South Africa left the rugby championship. They want to move for the Pro 14. What do you think this means, especially now that we don't have that Southern Hemisphere, Northern Hemisphere rugby? Now, South Africa moving, it leaves Australia and New Zealand on the further. What do you think that means for Test rugby and international rugby? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. I don't know, because now rugby has taken a different turn with this corona, as in things are just not the same. Things are, yeah. Mm. Thing, yeah, people are doing their own thing. Everyone is yeah. seen another way. Yeah. But thank God to New Zealand and Jacinda Arden for our organized government. We at least got to have Super Rugby Aotearoa and the Bloody Slow Craft this year. But um, yeah, that's that on rugby. We're hoping for a good end to the calendar year. Test matches, but with COVID, you never know. To finalize and sum things up. I'll touch a little bit on NFL. Superman is back. Come Chancellor chucked from the COVID restriction, from the restriction list. So he's expected to play today for the Patriots. The Titans and the Texans. But in this past match week, we're surprised. The Bears beat the Buccaneers. Clearly, just bolstering your attack and the offensive line uh, is ID because those guys just lost to the Bears. Who loses to the Bears? The Ravens whooped the Bengals 27-3. The Chiefs were beaten by the Oakland Raiders. So, shit. by mistake. Ah, it's fine. The Raiders... The Chiefs were beaten by the Raiders, so there goes, uh, what's his name, Mahomes' hope for a perfect season. But it's the first loss in what, in five, so he's still, they're still okay in their division. For this and other insights into sports, join us on the next episode. We will delve deeper and further into this and many other sports, but of course, for Kaso Ikofuta. And police brutality yeah. in Nigeria. Manu Kochini, Mulibatika, this weekend. Uh, na, a reality check. That's a good thing. Not worried. PSG will do their job. And a lot of people The action actually happens on the fish. That's the end of the podcast. I've been G. I'm Mahave. It's a wrap. Peace. We're out.